you would die with me. Found out you a bitch, you can't even ride with me. Now it's a war, you ain't on the side with me. You used to be my dog, you was in my left titty. What's up, video landers? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins, and this is my second transmission from the Corona Apocalypse Command Center. By command center, I mean my wife and my daughter's new office because they have recently taken over the studio. If you're listening, please, God, help me. <clears throat> I mean, everything is great. Everything is fine. Um, I mean, hello. Is this thing working? I'm being monitored. They can hear everything I say. <clears throat> but yeah. They've graciously allowed me to use my own studio, um, command center, uh, their bunker for this transmission. And uh, just so you know, I'm broadcasting, like usual, on all frequencies, SoundCloud, iTunes. You can find me on our Facebook page at Adventures in Videoland or on the website at adventuresinvideoland.com. Um, so if you're out there, if you're listening, if anyone is out there, just some quick advice. If you're licking toilet seats for the toilet seat challenge, would you just stop that nasty shit? It's not cool. You look stupid. And 20 years from now, 10 years from now, fuck, for five years from now, you're going to look back and you're going to know how stupid you are, right? It's fucking gross. Also, shooting the coronavirus infected in the head instantly kills that person. Just trust me on that, okay? Um, and drinking bleach. No matter what you read, guys, it won't fight off the virus, all right? It just makes you sick, okay? My wife has been using me as a guinea pig all week long. Please help me. <clears throat> and uh, she's beautiful. My wife, my daughter, they're beautiful, kind human beings. And I hope this second transmission helps you in some way. P.S. Send more toilet paper. All right, guys. It's not that bad around here, all right? Not yet, anyway. Everything is cool, um, except Gramps. I think he's losing his shit. Um, funny little story. He walked upstairs yesterday. Now, we take care of my father-in-law. We call him Gramps. And he goes upstairs to the kitchen, and he says, he screams, What the fuck is going on around here? I'm in the living room, I'm playing some games, I'm playing with uh, Division with my buddies, and I run out to the kitchen, and uh, I'm like, what's going on, is everything okay? And uh, he screams, someone unplugged the fucking microwave! And I just, I look at him, and I say, plug it in, Jim. Damn. <laughs> so, I think uh, people are handling this pandemic you know, different ways for sure. Some people are getting cabin fever. Some people are getting depressed. Um, but I figured I'd give you guys a Corona apocalypse update, tell you what's been going down on my side of the street, uh, tell you guys what I've been doing since my last transmission. I'm currently wearing pants. Last episode, I wasn't wearing pants. That's how I started off the pandemic. Um, now I'm wearing the same pants I've worn all week. I just came back from an isolation I am legend workout, six miles of walking and jogging. I killed it. I wore a uh, weighted vest, 50 pounds in the vest. Um, did some light weights, some resistance uh, band training. But damn, guys, I'll be 110% with you guys. Man, it is hard to get motivated sometimes. Uh, today, you know, all week, honestly, 
it's uh it's easy to become lazy. I think we should be honest with each other on that. Even people who work out all the time and um and it's important uh to point out that it's um it's easy to become an alcoholic during self-distancing, uh staying at home. I think I've drank more during this period of time than I ever have. Even my multiple trips to Vegas. Um I have bottles lined up around the house. Um it's hard. Uh, but you know what helps me get going? I follow people that inspire me on social media. You know, people that make me want to work out and uh, just be active and not be be a lazy ass. You know, sometimes I'll be procrastinating. I'll wake up in the morning. I'll just be laying in bed and an hour will pass. I'll be posting stupid shit on Facebook. And uh, then all of a sudden, you know, I'll see an image um, or a video uh, from The Rock or Sylvester Stallone, um, Hulk Hogan of all people, right? This guy's 66, Stallone's like 75. And God damn it, man, they're doing it, you know? Um, so I got to get up and I got to go do it. So just, guys, I encourage you to surround yourself with uh, a good support system. You know, whether that be inspiring people on Instagram, people you look up to, or, you know, whatever that is, just make sure you have a good support system because it's easy to fall into this quicksand of laziness, of depression, of alcoholism. Uh, there's a few times since last podcast, I had to kick myself in the ass. And again, today was one of those days, but I woke up, I pushed myself, kicked my ass. I got a good workout in and now I'm feeling refreshed and balance, and guys, it's all about balance, man. I can't imagine anybody not working out during a pandemic. It just balanced things out, and I will say this, though, guys. Even though I've been drinking more than usual, um, I have not taken a sip until I've gotten my six miles in, my weight training, not once. Um, but yeah, I can't imagine anybody not working out during all of this, this chaos, man. Uh, my weekly routine is something I always say is I treat my body like a temple. And then on the weekend, I treat it like an amusement park. Definitely, this week has been a little bit more amusement park than than usual. Um, but I tell you what, man, if I get the corona and I'm hooked up to a machine and I look like Darth Vader with tubes in my face, you know, I'm going to wish that the week before, this week, this isolation vacation, I'm going to wish I had a couple drinks I ate some pizza, you know what I'm saying? So staying balanced, but having some fun. So here I am. I just got back from my my workout, got my my fucking clothes that I've worn all week, and now I'm chilling with a cold Corona, talking to you guys. Probably get some pizza later, maybe some Chicago dogs, man. That sounds really good. I've been really feeling some Chicago dogs, but man, they're is nothing like a cold Corona, man. I'll tell you that. I love starting these podcasts out with a cold Corona because I feel like I'm just tempting the devil, like just waving my dick in his face right under his sharp red pointy nose. And uh, guys, this is my last Corona. So cheers to all you fuckers sticking it to the devil. Mmm. I'm going to have to get another six-pack. Um, I haven't been to the store in the last couple days. This stuff could be worth gold, guys. This could be the next toilet paper thing. Mexico, just a day or two ago, shut down its Corona breweries. So, 
Supposedly, Corona is non-essential. I don't know about that because it tastes pretty essential right now. So yeah, a cold Corona could be worth more than toilet paper here in a few weeks, but uh, I'm not going to lie. I have plenty of alcohol. The bar is stocked. Um, the floor around the bar is stocked. Um, we stocked up, guys. Um, tomorrow, oh, I can't wait for this. I'm going to break open some Crystal Head Vodka. It's founded by the uh, Ghostbuster himself, Dan Aykroyd. This is going to sound like a commercial for Crystal Head, but it's been on my uh, my alcoholic bucket list for a while. This shit's expensive, man. It was not cheap, let me tell you. I gave $75 for this stuff. Um, I have the box in front of me. This is a cool looking box, guys. Um, the vodka is in a cool Crystal Skull bottle, like Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Um, if you're into alien stuff, you know what a Crystal Skull is. This bottle is badass. Um, I don't put many bottles on the shelf. This one's going on the shelf, guys. Um, it's supposed to be some some like really clean vodka. Um, looking at the back of the box here, I'm going to just kind of read some shit off. Um, but, uh, it's, there's no additives. Um, like in the cheaper alcohol, this stuff has been filtered seven times. What the box says it's been filtered through fucking diamonds. Look, I'm not a chemist. I don't know why they filter the vodka over diamonds. I don't know if this, <laughs> I don't know, guys, but it sounds fucking cool. I'm drinking vodka. I will be drinking vodka that has been filtered over diamonds. All right. I think it has something to do with Griffiths Air Force Base, alien fuckery. I don't know, something like that. So here's to the star children tomorrow or whenever they will grace me with their spiritual power and enlightenment. So cheers. Mm. God, I love Corona. Hopefully I'll be doing a little social distance taste testing with my wife and Dr. Diamond Doug sometime here in the uh, the near future. I'm hoping tomorrow because I really want to crack open this bottle. And by the way, speaking of Dr. Diamond Doug, um, he's doing these fun little videos. Go watch them. Uh, they're titled, You Should Not Be Watching This. Uh, fun little apocalypse videos. I think his last video was him crying in his backyard and I think it was feeding pigeons while wearing a Dr. Seuss hat. Very depressing. I mean, very amusing stuff. I've been trying to get him to do uh, local news in the nude. Actually, find Doug Prime on Facebook. Message him that you want to see him do local news in the nude. Butt naked. All right? That's what I want. So go support his videos that you shouldn't be watching of him doing absolutely nothing at all. Because that's what Jesus would want. So what have I been doing since a last podcast? Pretty much nothing, <laughs> much like my friend Dr. Diamond Doug. But at least he's doing something. He's doing videos. I think he's still doing some schoolwork. Uh, I've been a lazy motherfucker, guys, with the content. I've been mostly drinking, working out, drinking, working out some more. Not a way of life that I usually subscribe to, guys. Usually drinking on the weekend, uh, picking at least one day to treat my body like an amusement park. But it's the apocalypse, man. So fuck it. Um, let's see. Giving you guys an update here. I've been laid off for one week. I'll be returning back to work on Monday. Supposedly I'm essential or sacrificial. I get those two words mixed up now. So we'll see what happens. And, uh, straight up guys, I don't see myself as essential by the way, but that's what I'm labeled as. So I'm essential. Uh, but you real essential motherfuckers out there, man, you guys rock the frontline essential people. 
doctors, nurses, people who work at the grocery store, truck drivers, man. I salute you guys, man. You guys are badass. Um, anyone that's working in this shit, working around crowds on the front lines, props to you, man. You guys are keeping this country moving. I, mean, I got it. I have it so good compared to the frontline people, especially this week. I've been at home. I've been making the best of my isolation vacation, watching virus movies. I think I've watched almost every virus movie there is in the last two weeks. And when I'm not watching virus movies, I've been spending countless hours making these stupid little horror movie, like breaking news memes. And like, I'm completely addicted. Um, way too many of them. I'm probably, I know there's someone out there that's like, oh God, Jesus, not again. Uh, I just can't stop seeing horror movies in today's current news headlines. So then I go, I think there was one that I stayed up until like, it was like four in the morning making, I think it was like 15 horror movie coronavirus memes. I just can't stop seeing these horror movies um, in the news. Every news headline reminds me of a zombie movie or a virus movie uh, like Dawn of the Dead, Seven Seal, Contagion, 12 Monkeys. I just watched a War of the Planet of the Apes with my family, actually the whole trilogy, and the beginning of the third movie talks about the simian flu and how people that um, that came down with the simian flu, they started having trouble breathing, a fever, a dry cough. I mean, it sounded just like coronavirus. So movies and headlines, current headlines are kind of blurring a little bit. Um, and you guys know I'm a horror movie fan. Um, virus movies, apocalyptic movies are my favorite especially zombie movies. Zombie movies are my favorite subgenre of horror. Dawn of the Dead is one of my favorite movies of all time, top five, and I think that movie is more relevant than ever. I mean, I'll go to the grocery store and I'll see people just mindlessly walking around staring at things, staring at items, and they're not even putting it in their cart. They're just staring in front of like the meat case, just looking like a zombie. I mean, they're, they're looking at sports equipment. They're looking at they're just staring, and th this week I've been jogging around the park, and uh, I just see people just sitting in their cars, just staring at the park. People remember the store in the park, but they don't know why they're there. They just need to be there, consuming, remembering this old way of life, which is only like a month ago. Um, they don't know why they're at the park. They just need to be at the park. Unless they're pedophiles, I don't know. But it's really weird, um, especially because our park... that That's something that's really strange lately, is um, our park has caution tape around all of the uh, the playground equipment, which is kind of apocalyptic, you know. That's that's one thing that really stands out in uh, Lafayette here. As like, I, jog, I jog past the park, and I was like, oh my god, that's kind of fucking spooky. But yeah, these people, they just they sit in their cars and they just stare at the park, man. It's really weird. And then uh, grocery shopping. Feels like a vampire movie. Since last podcast, our store hours have changed, which, you know, is a good thing. I think uh, it's a very positive thing. It gives the staff an opportunity to restock the toilet paper, <laughs> to sanitize the carts, all that cool shit. But, you know, I, I find myself watching the time because when the sun goes down, the store closes, right? The store gets boarded up. It, it feels very apocalyptic. It feels like I Am Legend, which I'm going to talk about some I Am Legend movies real quick, but... um you have so many hours in the day to get your exercise in, um, to get your groceries, your, your supplies, and you have to do all that before the monsters come out at night. You know, that's what it feels like. Maybe it's because, you know, I, I feel like that because I just finished watching I Am Legend. I've been, like, again, I've been watching all the virus movies. Um, but that's, that's how I see the world right now. Maybe that's why I see the world through that lens at this moment, because I've been watching these virus movies. 
Um, maybe it's also because I've been reading I Am Legend, written by Richard Matheson, which, by the way, is one of my favorite books. Um, check it out if you're looking for something to read during your, your time at home, this isolation time. Um, the movie with Will Smith, it's okay. Actually, there's three um, adaptations of the book, three different movies. Um, I Am Legend with Will Smith, which I think is awesome until you show The Infected. And they fucking look horrible, like they're still in post-production. Really ruins the movie for me. But I think they did a great job of making New York look apocalyptic. And then there's Charleston Heston's Omega Man, which is pretty dated. And uh, Vincent Price's Last Man on Earth, which is probably my favorite adaptation of the book. Um, so pour a few drinks and go watch all three. Just make a little Last Man on Earth marathon. But um, But I kind of get that vibe when I'm going out to get groceries, like... There's only so many hours in a day, and then the monsters come out. You know, maybe I shouldn't be watching so many virus movies. You know, I think it's starting to warp my reality. Um, let's see, what else have I been watching? Oh, 28 Days Later and 28 Weeks Later. Man, those movies still hold up. Really bummed that we never got a trilogy. Like, 28 Weeks Later ends with just a simple setup for the next movie. Paris is being overrun with the infected. The virus has spread um, outside the containment zone from 28 uh, weeks later. And I imagine the whole world has gone to shit. The United States is probably fucked like it is now. The virus started somewhere else and then fucks up the rest of the world. Sounds pretty familiar, right? And uh, I don't know why this movie never got made, man. A third movie. But uh, yeah, they need to make that, guys. Come on. 28 months needs to happen. I'm sure that's what they would call it. I mean, it's a no-brainer title, right? 28 weeks, uh, or 28 days, 28 weeks, 28 months. Um, you can bring back Killian Murphy, um, or just concentrate on how the United States deals with the virus. We haven't seen it from that angle. Man, the commentary right now is ripe for the pickings, man. I don't care, honestly, what they give us, man. You could take us to Paris, you could take us to the United States, just give me a third movie. Let's see, what else have I, have I watched? World War Z. Honestly, just um, it's better than what I remembered, but still not a great movie. I have a lot of issues, but I'm a really, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the book. They really just need to adapt the book, uh, just reboot it, adapt the book, man. I want to see the zombie war done right. Another great book, uh, World War Z. Um, if you want something to read during the apocalypse, let's see. Oh, I did watch something non-virus related. Uh, this was kind of fun. I had my first social distancing birthday party. That was a first. We celebrated Marshall Wade's birthday. Happy belated birthday, Marsh. We watched uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles online. That was a lot of fun with Ryan Smith, with my wife, April. Uh, we synced up the movie on Netflix, and then uh, we talked on the uh, the headset. We sang happy birthday to Marshall. So that was, that was really cool, man. So even though we're not seeing our friends, we're still able to communicate and have fun with our friends. Um, but other than that, it's been, like I said, pretty, pretty quiet around here. Playing some Xbox Live. Um, playing Division with my buddies, watching virus movies, working out, drinking a lot. So again, not much to complain about. Uh, been watching 80s and 90s wrestling. God, man, I love that shit, man. I've uh, talked to Seth Fisher a few times. Um, he's a huge wrestling buff. Uh, he gave me some wrestling matches to watch. I've watched uh, Royal Rumble 88, 89, 1990. Um, just a bunch of random matches. Hogan versus Warrior, Undertaker. Um, versus Warrior, I've watched uh, Hulk Hogan versus Sergeant Slaughter, The Rock versus Hogan, Andre the Giant versus Hogan. Man, just old school wrestling 
is so much fun. It's one of my first loves, like old school wrestling, basketball, horror movies. Um, old school wrestling, guys, it's just so theatrical, so colorful, man. It just, it's like a chicken noodle soup, man. It's good for the soul. Uh, the stuff just puts me in a good mood. Um, let's see, what else? Um, been eating a little too much awesome food. I've had some sushi don a couple times this week. Um, if we go out, we try to support local businesses and I've been supporting, uh, the Don. All right. Maybe a little too much. That place makes guys, man, that place makes some awesome sushi. And if you're local, if you live around, uh, you know, Lafayette, Indiana, you need to try the Lion King hands down best sushi, best unhealthy sushi. Like sometimes sushi can be a healthy cheat. Um, if you don't go too crazy, this stuff is goddamn man it is fried it'll make your mouth orgasm i don't even know everything that's on it guys it is just amazing um go in there and and ask for the lion king it is awesome um but seriously guys if you're, if you're going out don't forget to uh, support the small businesses man they're the ones that need our help um the corporate franchises you know places like chick-fil-a burger king um like chick-fil-a man goddamn man they are awesome uh, they're chicken and their waffle fries are divine, okay? They will come through the pandemic because their shit is perfect, all right? You drive past that place, Chick-fil-A, and there's always a line around the building. Like, I swear to God, dude, that they're, I think they're selling cocaine in there, and a lot of people know about it. I mean, the chicken's good. It's real good. But holy fuck, man, cars are around the fucking building every time I go around. the. I don't care if you're there at like 11, you know, um, if you're there at two, four, six, five minutes before they close, man, around the clock, they are constantly busy. Like, seriously, man, I think there's cocaine or there's, there's something in their chicken. All right. They will be just fine. We we got to worry about the small businesses like like Sushi Don. So I'm eating sushi. I'm supporting the Don. Uh, just watching movies, man. Just waiting for this bullshit virus to pass. And uh, guys, if this was like early 1900s and, you know, we didn't have the internet, I would think this was some kind of Orson Welles' War of the Worlds bullshit, you know? Um Again, not much has changed around here, but uh, I just hope that we continue to stay safe and our friends and our family stay safe and healthy. You know, this shit could blow up locally at any moment. My state, Indiana, just reported, I think it was like 470-ish new cases, I think 13 new deaths. Um, as of this recording, uh, my county, Tippecanoe, is at, I think, 29, 30 confirmed cases. I think the last podcast... There was only four confirmed cases in the county. So yeah, man, you just, you never know. My family and I were continuing to be cautious, you know, living our lives, but uh, uh, being very protective, uh, making sure that we're following all the steps that CDC has put in place, washing our hands. Um, you, you guys know the drill. Um, yeah, I don't know anybody in my circle, none of my friends, my family, none of, none of them have been affected by the virus still as of this podcast um again war of the worlds man still feels like a fuzzy dream you know some things have changed but nothing like new york you know i was reading today that central park i shared this with my son today that central park has become 
a field hospital. You have tents set up. Um, temporary morgues are driving around. Like I read somewhere there's 45 mobile morgues, which my son didn't believe, and I had to show him the article, driving around picking up bodies. Like Nothing like that is around here, you know? Uh, we don't have morgues driving around picking up our neighbors. Um, so, you know, I hope that we keep our numbers down here at home. I think we have 200,000 people, roughly 190,000 people in our county compared to 8 million people in New York. Uh, 1.8 million, I think, in Manhattan alone. So obviously more people, more problems. But man, I can't imagine the battlefield that is New York Guys, I seriously can't imagine. I've been to New York a few times, and I've seen a couple pictures since the pandemic, and it's a nightmare. So my heart goes out to the Big Apple. But then you go from the real shit, you know, um, the apocalypse shit that's going on in New York and Italy. And then there's the internet, man. I mean, you just Google coronavirus, and your attention is grabbed by headline after headline. Crazy Crazy and stupid is more widespread than the virus, I think, at this point, man. It's everywhere. Um, it just started with toilet paper. Now, people are licking toilet seats. People are drinking bleach. People are eating beef stew for the first time and writing full articles about it. Um, I was at the grocery store yesterday, and I saw a magazine cover that said, Patient Zero ate a bat. Something about, about bat soup had this uh, Chinese guy, and it said, like, the... Uh, the, uh, the animal markets are back open. We, can, we can't believe it. And then it had a picture of the movie Daybreakers from 2009 saying how that movie predicted this pandemic. Which, guys, that's not even what the movie was about. Like, <laughs> I don't know who Patient Zero was. I, you know, I haven't kept uh, up to date on that source. I don't know if they've even figured that out, if they've been able to track the source. But I'm just going to say this, guys. Who the fuck eats a bat? Who wants to eat a bat? Get a goddamn pizza or something, you know? Talk about getting caught with your pants down. Can you imagine tracking that dude down, all right? Say he lives in China. I don't give a fuck where he lives. If he lives in, in, in fucking the U.S. of A, you track him down and you tell him he's the reason for all this death, all this, this crazy chaos, all of this voodoo. Just because he wanted to eat a fucking bat. Fuck a bat. Creepy looking fuckers, man. And then the article, it goes off talking about other diseases. Like, there's a disease you can get from gopher shit. You know, like the little gophers, the papa? Gopher shit. I mean, you have to have a serious sense of humor to deal with the current state of events. Gopher shit. People eating bat soup. This is some Looney Tunes bullshit, man. It's hard to know what to believe. Did someone eat bat soup and then give the world fucking bat virus? If I just woke up from a coma and you told me that people were hoarding toilet paper, eating bat soup, and licking toilet seats, I mean, come on! That's not even clickbait. That's the real shit that's going on. Look, man, I don't claim to be an expert on everything that's going on. All right, but I listen to the experts. Um, again, there's so much clickbait, man. There's so many articles. Um, you just don't know what to believe. So I sat down with my kids this week and introduced them to Dr. Anthony Fauci. Um, he's an infectious disease expert. He's advised six presidents 
uh, currently advises Trump. Uh, don't let, again, don't let that shake. If you're not a Trump supporter, you know what? He supported uh, six other presidents. All right. He's no bullshit. He comes off honest. Um, everything he says is based on facts and science. Like the stuff he says makes sense to me. Um, if you know who Fauci is, um, then awesome. But you would be surprised who doesn't know who our top advisor is. A lot of Americans just don't keep up on things like that, man. I mean, I could put up a poll on Videoland asking everyone if they know who Fauci is. And they would say yes after they looked him up. But they don't. I asked a few Videolanders this week and nobody knew who he was. My kids didn't know who he was. That's my bad. A few of my coworkers didn't know who he was. But they know who Alex Jones is. They know who Glenn Beck is. So just a suggestion, guys. If you guys don't know who Fauci is, he's the one guy you might want to dial into, okay? Um, he's done some great interviews lately, so he's, he's doing a great job of um, getting information out there to the public. Uh, I think one of the best interviews he's probably given is with Trevor Noah. But I showed my kids the interview done by Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors. He just... He reaches a different demographic. Um, my kids know who he is. He's a sports icon. And the interview answered all my kids' questions. Um, age of people the virus affects, which they were surprised by. Uh, flu versus coronavirus. Uh, when, when are we going to get back to the normal way of life? Uh, can you get the disease again? Will the virus disappear when the, when the uh, weather starts getting warmer? So if you don't know who Fauci is, look him up. There's plenty of interviews out there. Maybe you'll benefit from listening to him. Um, I've also been listening to interviews with Peter Hotez, David Hawks. One of the first guys I listened to was Michael Osterholm. Um, actually just ordered his book, Deadliest Enemy, um, Our War Against Killer Germs. And I've been listening to the guy who is literally in the shit right now, the governor of New York. Uh, today he's dealing with 10,000, I think 11,000 confirmed cases. That's just today. If there's anyone that has a front seat... To the apocalypse, it's the governor of New York, man. I think he's handling everything very well, considering, right? Um, I've been very impressed with his leadership. I would actually like to see him go up against Trump, than, honestly, than Biden. I would like to hear him debate. Um, I don't want to get too, too political here, but yeah, I mean, those are a couple names that if you're unaware, you might want to seek them out and uh, listen to some interviews, man. It's helped me, so just passing the information on to you guys. Um, I, I've also had my kids watch a Mythbusters episode called Contamination, showing how fast germs can spread, and uh, The Art of the Sneeze. You can find both those on YouTube, showing us just how far a sneeze can travel. I think they recorded that a sneeze could travel up to, I think it was 17 feet, the furthest that the sneeze spread, but I think it was like 10 feet, 9, 10 feet that uh, the, 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 the majority of the sneeze spread. And now I think my kids have a, a better sense of what's going on by listening to the interviews, uh, watching uh, The Art of the Sneeze, you know, um, seeing how, how fast germs can spread. Um, hopefully it uh, in, informs them enough so when they're at the grocery store, they don't touch as many things or they're, um, they consider what they touch before touching it. So it's all about the more you know, right? And uh, when this is all over, I want to be able to say that I protected myself and my family as best as I could, that I was a good father and a good husband, making sure I gave them proper information, that I was informed, and that I did my part um, during all of this chaos. And I think that's the best any of us can say when it's all said and done. And I'm not perfect. I'm a mindless fucking zombie, guys. I find myself wanting to go to the store. You know, I've gone out 
a few times to get sushi, um, to get a bottle of Jim Beam, um, a few more times than what I should have. Uh, but we all got to be smarter than the average zombie. As of right now, guys, I have it good, but I also have to be aware of my surroundings. Um, I have to inform my family, and I have to know that it can affect us here, right here in Indiana, man. It could blow up, and it could affect us just as hard as New York, man. Everything could change just like that. We could have mobile morgues. People could be carrying our neighbors out of their fucking house. So we have to be smart. We have to be safe, guys. And uh, let me just end on this real quick. Uh, right before I pressed record, I was reading an article about how um, our grandparents were once called to war. All right. Uh, they went through the depression. We are being called to stay home and sit on our couch to watch movies, to play games, to eat sushi and drink beer, to beat off twice a day. We can do this together, guys. We have this. We got this by the balls, guys. You know, the one thing I have to do tonight is get drunk and watch Onward on Disney+. Plus. That's all I got to do. All I have to do is isolate and masturbate. <laughs> Dude, all we have to do is isolate ourselves. I, do, I pay $60 on the weekend just to float in an isolation tank. We can do this, guys. All right? So stay healthy, stay informed, stay cool. And in the words of Samuel L. Jackson, stay the fuck at home. And that goes for me too. Peace out, motherfuckers.